Welcome to the class after class, which is a behind the scenes listen in to what goes on after my classes with my students. So my students, they're taking my course called the Foundation of Astrology, right? They're enrolled in my school called Birth Chart School. So after each lesson, I open up apps like Clubhouse or maybe I just uh, recorded and capture the moments of everything that goes on after class. Now, this is where we have extensive dialogue. Uh, questions are asked, practice is done, examples are gone over, so much value goes on in the class after class, and I must say that that is my favorite part of uh, teaching every Wednesday, um, and I'm offering this to the public, right, in order to add some value to you guys, right, hopefully you can um, extend your understanding of astrology and deepen your connection and your knowledge of yourself uh, by listening to me um, extend my lessons and and have this dialogue with my students. And if you are interested in learning astrology, come join Birth Chart School. Go to astrolegacy.com, check it out, or call or text me, 240-722-9703. Again, I hope that this class after class, these dialogues, these examples can add value to you. Enjoy. Trust me, I know. I got Chironic Virgo, so I already know. I know exactly, you know, what you going, what you go through, you know, exactly what you experience. So, but but nah, nah. You 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 you. Yeah, it's it's a part of you. The aspects are a part of you. So there's no way you live this long. And but it's just that yeah, that Chiron in six hours. It's a mother. You need to look at your sex house and your Chiron. You need some outlet. I do need to look at that. Man, look, at, look at that. Man, look at those bad boys because, nah. Yeah, you're, that's your Chiron talking when you get to talk about some, I haven't done enough. I haven't taken advantage of this. That's your Chiron in the sixth house talking. Trust me, I got Chiron in Virgo. It's, 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 it's not a day goes by that I don't feel as though that I gave maximum 100 percent to that day and, and i got chiron in the 10th in virgo so that's career goals that's a legacy you know it's like it's like for me it's so crazy at like a a be honest with you how this kind of works for me sometimes with my chiron in virgo in the 10th house and me feeling like i gotta give maximum 115% every day. Sometimes because I like study uh like, you know, people we could we would consider, you know, uh, uh great or have done great monumental things. It's like I'll have Kobe Bryant on one shoulder, Malcolm X on the other, LeBron James in the back all saying, "Nope, nope, what would I do?" What would I do? Nope, nope, you didn't give enough. You didn't do enough. So like that Chiron and Virgo Chiron in the sixth house, man, you'll drive yourself crazy. You'll drive your nervous system crazy thinking you got to keep on going and keep on doing more. Nah. Listen, I'll tell you, this is Nikita. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't even hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I'm like, my Chiron is in the sixth house of Taurus and, and uh, at a Virgo degree. Then, yeah, I know what you're going through. Yeah. So nah, I don't. I'm not even going. Like I said, I ain't throwing. I ain't blowing up no balloons at your pity party. You know, when when you talk about them sextiles. Nah, I ain't doing it. I ain't even about to let you do that. But you know, like I said, with these sextiles, you know, I love the examples that Latavia gave. Right. This 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 is a dope aspect. An aspect that, like I said, is not very understood by a lot of people. But this, 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 this is one of my favorite aspects in the chart. There's so much you can do with this aspect. Um, so, yeah. 
so much. I have a question. So yeah. I have a, a question on that. Like when you said like having some um, outlets or yeah. you know, things like that. Um, so the, as I'm looking and I'm, I'm still learning about all of the aspects. So I'm, I've got an idea about the trine, you know, so my, um, so my moon tries my Chiron. Okay. So I'm wondering if me being more receptive to people, um, telling me about my talents or receptive to, Hey, you, you got skill in this. You, you, you can, you write well, or you, you know, like share this, you know, like being receptive to that, um, and utilizing that to, to not allow the criticism to, to stagnate my movements. It depends, right? Because when we say outlet, we're talking about this planet involved in the these plant the planet or planets involved in the trine or sextile being in a difficult aspect to another planet. So let's say, for example, see your Chiron trine the moon is not in its in its nature a difficult aspect, right? Because Remember, the aspects themselves tell you the relationship that the planets and their functions are having to each other. So moon trine Chiron within itself, yes, it does open up an easy lane for, for you know, um, not so good things. But in its nature, in its core essence, this, this tends to manifest itself as something positive, as something, an opportunity, an ability um, that may not necessarily be readily utilized or recognized. Now, the question when you start to talk about outlets more so comes from is Chiron or the moon in a square or opposition to another planet. That's when either Chiron becomes the outlet or the moon becomes the outlet that helps you with the stress, the conflict and the difficulties that that other planet is receiving. That's when we start talking Mm -hmm. about outlets. So like my moon square, my Neptune. Yeah. So moon square Neptune in this case. With your Chiron being doing a trine to the moon, Chiron is the outlet. You know, Chiron is the outlet, you know, helping, actually helping the moon. The moon trine Chiron is, is, is you know, helping. That's where the Chiron is, is, is in this case, uh, considered your outlet, right? So, yeah. So this is where, um, I'm going to make sure I don't say this backwards. But sometimes I get this, I say these things backwards sometimes. Give me one second. I want to make sure I don't say it backwards. Um, so that's where um, I'll be having so much information stored in my head. Uh, that's where um, so Chiron is the outlet and uh, trying to make sure I don't get this backwards. Hold on. So boom, so you got moon, square, Neptune, Chiron, trine, the moon. Chiron is the outlet. So yeah, so the Chiron is the outlet. And um damn it. This is helping you with any issues surrounding uh god damn man why is this not clicking in my head pluto card boom so in this case the moon is hit hard bam okay bam all right now it just clicked in my head damn so this 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 chiron trying the moon is helping you with difficulties that you may be having with Neptunian things, right? So any issues surrounding, you know, confusion, right? Uh, chaos, deception, self-delusion, uh, the transcendent pull, spirituality, all of those Neptunian things that moon uh, trying Chiron is, you know, well, Chiron specifically is the outlet, um, to that difficulty that you're having with the Neptune. 
Yeah. Sometimes I be getting that whole scenario confused. So boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Hold on. No, no, no. I said that backwards. See what I'm saying? Said that backwards. No. It's the Chiron that is helping you with the stressed out moon. That's what it is. Damn. See, I said it backwards. So it's the it's 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 I was thinking if the Chiron was connected to the Neptune. No. Chiron is the outlet that's helping you with the moon. So any issues with, you know, the emotions, the feelings, the past, the subconscious, you know, following the intuition and other moon things that Chiron and maybe those opportunities, those abilities, those skills, you know, all of those things that are represented in that trying to Chiron are helping you with that, that uh, difficult aspect to that moon. So that's what it is. I said it backwards. Man. Same thing like we was talking about for the sextiles, like how when I had, I got Saturn opposite Chiron, but I got Chiron sextile Jupiter. See, Jupiter is coming in, in from the perspective of relief. Jupiter is coming as the relief or as the outlet for the stressed out Chiron. Yeah. And then I got Jupiter trying Saturn. So in this case, Jupiter is coming to relieve and be the outlet for, for my Saturn from it being stressed out from the opposition to Chiron. So yeah, I finally, sometimes I'll be getting that. I got to actually see it sometimes. I'll be getting that confused when I'm trying to do it off the top of my head. Yeah, so that's how you want to look at outlets. But again, with these outlets, with the sextile or the trine, we don't want to, it doesn't solve the problem. It's an outlet is there, right? Because the sextile is an aspect of support and assistance. So that same outlet planet is the is is a is coming in as a sense of support or assistance to the difficulty that you're experiencing with the square of the opposition. Same thing like when we talk about an advanced birth chart school for those who take advanced birth chart school. Remember we talked about the the yard, how at the base of the yard there's a sextile, but then you got the the the, the two quincunxes, right to that to that focal planet, right those that sextiles is like the support. It's like right, it's like the support. Those things are already integrated into the psyche, but it's those two quincunxes that need to be integrated into the psyche, specifically integrated into those two planets that are in the sextile to each other. So that sextile aids as a, comes in as a sense of assistance and a sense of relief. And it's the same thing with the, uh, the outlet planet when the sextile is in a difficult as, I mean, when the uh, planets in the sextile are in a difficult aspect. So, you know, but it doesn't solve the problem. So like Saturn, I got Saturn opposite Chiron. My Jupiter being the relief does not solve my Saturn opposite Chiron problem. It offers me a, it's almost like taking a Tylenol. But I have to still solve my Saturn opposite Chiron problem. I still have to do that. The problem with your, the, 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 the solution to your Difficult aspects are found in the difficult aspect, not in the not in the outlet planet. The outlet planet is offering you again support and offering you help. Right? It's like it's like it's like your parents coming with you on your first day of school. They didn't actually go in class with you, right? But they walk you to the door, and then it was like, all right, now you're on your own. So that outlet planet is like, all right, I help you out. I got you, but you still gotta go go in and, and and roll up your sleeves and get down to work with the squares and the with the tougher aspects, you know. So okay, so just I'm just trying to run, and maybe I'll, it'll be more clear to me once I understand. Yeah, wait, wait till you learn trines, cause you you pretty good, you pretty you are excellent at 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 um learning and applying. Right, you you are very great at that. Right, your Mercury sextile Neptune, you 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 are able to comprehend the details of abstract concepts and and, and occult things and spiritual things. 
So you are a very great learner. You know how to learn and apply, learn and apply. You learn and apply. Fast learner. Um, so yeah, wait till we get right. Next lesson, we got squares. And then after that, we got trines. And then this stuff is going to click to you. And I can also go more into depth, into detail without giving away the whole lesson uh, about trines. So yeah. So yeah. It'll okay, come to you. So the, the part that was, was, that's been challenging for me to connect the dot is the square part. Like, oh, the um, square. Oh, yeah. Squares is next. Yes. So, so moon square yes, Neptune. Yes. Yes, my moon square is Neptune, yes. Yeah, yeah. Squares is the next one. Just know this is what you could take with you. This is what you could take with you for your homework, um, for squares, for our next lesson. Keep in mind, anytime you're dealing with square, imagine, I'm going to give you like a practical example, but then I'm going to put it, I'm going to give you something to take home with you. I want you to imagine, remember, a square is 90 degrees. It, it literally, uh, the exact square will make like a 90 degree angle. But imagine you driving from, from south to north and another car coming from west to east and y'all meet at the intersection and y'all crash into each other. That's literally how a square manifests. You got these two aspects of your life colliding with each other right and a square again for your homework keep in mind it starts off as an internal conflict and then it manifests as external conflicts so and i'm gonna give you an example i got venus square the midheaven venus in my seventh house square my midheaven the mc right it's in my tenth house right off the break in order for me to solve this issue in my life, this conflict, this tension in my life, I have to first acknowledge that it exists within me. That's the first thing. Because with our squares, we just tend to look at the external issue. Oh, my God, this is the problem. I got this going on. Ugh, so much stress, so much this. But we don't even realize that it's, it, 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 it birthed from within inside of us first. So a conflict with myself exists between choosing close interpersonal relationships or romantic relationships and my career goals and aspirations. That's, that is something that is already in me. Now, when I start to get pushback from friends or pushback from, you know, romantic interests, that existed in me way before the external issue existed. Now, the problem is within the aspect, it's Venus. There's an issue of values that has to be solved, right? That's one of them from that pole, from that end of it, right? There's the issues of values. And then when we're looking at the MC, there's also an issue of what we may look at the MC from the perspective of, of a, a, uh, a fulfillment of the ego's desire for purpose. So, but at the end of the day, there is conflict with values here that already exists inside of me. So there's something that, a, a conflict inside of me that has to be fixed to order to bring these two parts of my life into harmony. So I'm gonna go ahead and give you that. Now for you, Remember, just just before we get to the lesson, remember, whenever we try to understand an aspect, we've already you got all the all the tools. You got all the tools to the uh, no no no. You didn't learn the plan this yet, but you're going to. Um, but keep in mind, what are the functions of the moon? The emotions, the feelings, the subconscious, the past, the conditioned habits, behaviors, the relationship to the mother and the family. This is in a direct conflict manifesting itself internally first and then creating a external conflict with the Neptunian function of transcendent pull of spirituality of dissolvement of ego attachments of confusion, ambiguity, uncertainty, surrender, all of these things we can talk about with Neptune. So now you, now your homework is to sit with yourself to say, how is my feelings, emotions, past, Conditioned behaviors and habits 
subconscious and experiences with my mother and my family, how have those been in conflict with some some form of my higher self, a transcendent pool, the dissolving of the ego, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the other things I kind of talked about. Okay. Well, I've got an idea already. Yeah, see? Because now, see, because all we did, we talked about the functions and you understand the basic, right? We're going to go into in-depth detail like we always do uh, about what a square is, but that the, the square is much more than an internal uh, conflict manifested as an external conflict. It's much more than that, but that's the basic fundamental. Whenever you want to understand the fundamentals of something, you know, specifically a square, that's the fundamentals of it. So you, you, the reason why you got a idea is because you have the psychology of the aspect and you have the functions of the planets that also belong to you. These functions belong to you. So it starts to ring off an alarm. And guess what? You'll probably be able to solve the problem. Not, I'm not going to say solve the problem. You will probably be able to pull back the veil of confusion in this area of your life if you go look at your journals. Mercury, Sextile, Neptune. I think my journals is the things that helps me to, to get through the confusion. Bingo. You see what I'm saying? So now, let's say you go back to the journals and you start to look at what you wrote, what you written about this discovery of self, this losing of self and discovering of self, Neptune on the first house, and see how your past, your family, your mother, your conditioned behaviors have been in conflict with those things. And what challenges and obstacles you had to endure in order to possibly get over this, this conflict. It's all in your journal. Mercury, sextile, Neptune. Mercury is the outlet planet to the moon square Neptune. Bingo. My mom, you know, it's interesting you said that my mom got my journals when I was younger and ripped them all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much. Yeah. You know. So. So. Not only will your journals be able to help you, but, you know, like I said, when we go more in depth into this square, it's really going to pop to you. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I already, I already know the answer to it, but, you know, I'm going to let you, I, you like I said, you're you pretty sharp, you know, so I, I, I know it's going to uh, reveal itself to you and you're going to be piecing stuff together. Uh, and I'm also do you a favor too when I put together, because I still got to do the uh, examples for the squares. I'm going to throw Moon Square Neptune on the examples. Haha. <laughs> just so you could, just so you could see it. Thank you. <laughs> I have a question. What'd it do? Um. Because hers was Mercury squared Neptune. Nice. Hers Mercury sextile Neptune. Sorry, moon moon sextile, squared Neptune. Sextile. Yeah. Right, right. Sorry. Um, yeah, so mine is um, Mercury squared Neptune. Yeah. Right, right. Sorry. Um, I forgot what, what was it. Okay. Um, Mercury sextile uh, Pluto. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, does that mean, like, anytime Pluto is the, because I have another placement that is sex out Pluto as well. Does that always mean like a cult matters? I mean like in cult the- in matters and cult matters are, are sometimes included in this, but you know, the basis of Pluto is not just a cult. You know, this is uh transformation, uh transformation through crises, through turmoil, right? This is deep conviction and deep insight. This is uh uh this is also uh sexuality. Um Pluto also is going to uh, deal with self-empowerment, integrity. So there are other functions that are attached to Pluto um, that are much more deeper than just the occult or even just transformation. Um, but yes, um, the occult uh, is attached to Pluto. So like we could surmise, right, w- without looking at the complete chart and looking at the condition of the planets and all of that, we could surmise that a Mercury sextile, uh, a Pluto person uh, could have... Uh, you know, a, a, a natural um, ability of, of understanding uh, or comprehending um, things 
with the occult or have a lot of their intellectual interest are drawn to the occult. Right. And they may uh, be, they may have opportunities to take occult classes. Like you could say a lot of things. They may see an opportunity. They may say, I always wanted to learn astrology or numerology or all these things, but they are intellectually drawn to this, you know, because the functions of, of Mercury, which is your mental faculties and your communication is in a harmonious, uh, um, in a harmonious uh, aspect um, with Pluto, right? So psychologically, this, these things are in harmony with you. They imbalance with you where somebody who has Mercury square Pluto, it may be a little different, right? But yours is in harmony. So, which is, okay. yeah. Yeah, sorry. From I'm just talking about from yeah from that occult perspective absolutely it's much more than that but if we bring if we just talk about it from that occult perspective those are some some things you could uh, pull from that particular aspect uh, absolutely okay and just listening to the conversation you two were having um, I was just wondering like would you say that since Pluto's like transformation and then Mercury like transforming myself through writing or like through like yeah like i was just thinking about the writing stuff it depends on where pluto is placed depends on where mercury is placed but yeah if we're looking again like 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 everything has its its fundamental foundational understanding yes transformation through writing right that that somebody could find transformation see and your writing is where you write your true deepest feelings Right. That's where the true you is found in your probably found in your journal. Right. The deepest core, most most hidden inner part of you. That is the true you is probably found in your journal. You're probably the, the type of person that if somebody picked up your journal. It's, it's probably a total different person than than what you actually project. You know, they probably like, oh, I did not know you went through this. So you experienced this, you know, but that's where you may find um, some transformation and all of those different types of things as well if you are a writer but if not you may see opportunities to do this right or you may be presented with opportunities to relieve some stress some anxiety some 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 tension um with your mind and and your communication by by utilization of that pluto sextile mercury should your mercury be in an oppositional square to another planet absolutely that's definitely a a a uh, potential manifestation. Like I said, without knowing all of the particulars of everything, absolutely. You got that right on point. That would be beneficial for you to do, actually. You might find it very relieving um, to your Mercury opposition or square. Yeah, and most of the times I feel like my I get like a lot of thoughts, so it's really easy for me to write things down I'm very agenda like I have to write things down before I you know or like sometimes like if I, if I have a feeling I'm like one of those people that write it right when I'm feeling yeah down, and then burn it and throw it to kind yeah. of like release that like yeah, yeah. Mercury so sextile okay, Jupiter just... yeah because your thoughts a lot of your thoughts you got Mercury in your fourth house right because you, you 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 always speak of writing and feeling writing and feeling so a lot of your a lot of your thoughts and a lot of the things that you write uh, not only uh, centered around your emotions and your internal world, but they may be also centered around your past experiences and also situations involving your family and the relationship with them or lack thereof. Um, so, so absolutely. Thank you. This is Kristen. I'd like to jump in with similar questions. I have, yeah. um, I have Mercury sextile Neptune as well as Moon square Neptune, like you were talking to the, the top first of you, yeah. lady. But I've, mm-hmm. I've been in and out, so I'm hoping I'm hoping you record this was so I can go back and listen to what y'all were saying. Yeah, but, um, I got it on the Clubhouse replay. You know, on class after class, I open up the Clubhouse, so just in case you know uh-huh. people listening, they could they could take notes and chime in on the class after class. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And then um, if my Mercury is in the second house, Aquarius, does that have anything to do um, 
with my hunch that it like I maybe should consider trying to make money off of it or using it technologically, um, like writing in a social. So this is social this, this is where you ask yourself that, right? Because the sextile is this mental aspect, so you got to think about that. Have you saw opportunities to do that? Do you think you have the skills and talents and resources to be able to do that? Mercury in the second house itself. Now, Aquarius, eh, second house. Eh. You may you may have uh, considered it, but you may have also looked at it as a kind of a form of like almost like collective or selfless service. Like I'm doing this for the people. So there may be like a conflict of values here. But Mercury itself in the second house definitely does uh, speak of a potential um, to uh, make money off of things, uh, mercurial writing, technology, um, and stuff like that. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You know, so, uh, yeah, I would, uh, yeah. If you see an opportunity, sixth, yeah, go ahead. And then with the, the Neptune is in the 12th house, Sag. So it were like I'm sorry, would relate to writing about the occult <laughs> or um, uh, do you, or just you what do you write about? Your... What do you write about? You're, you're, so, it's going to answer it. You going to answer it right here. That's the thing because I, I write about almost any and everything. All in encompassing. Twelve house. Mm -hmm. But I do have a lot of occultic stuff, you know, that I keep to myself that, you know, that I haven't really put out there. So I was just wondering if it relates to put that out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a potential. I would say absolutely. Yes. Being as though that I know because every aspect in the chart is complementing your, your soul mission and purpose. See, so by you having uh, Mercury in the second doing a sextile to your Neptune and Sag and the, and the 12, not only the reason why I see, that's why I said the answer is always going to be in what you guys say. You guys are never not going to say your birth chart. She just said, it's a little bit of everything. 12th house, Neptune, Pisces, energy rule, rules over all encompassing. Right. But when we get down to the basis of what she may be writing about, yes, her Neptune is filtered and running itself and manifesting itself through the 12th house which is the space of esoteric, occult, spiritual things, and is in Sagittarius. So she probably also has some type of philosophies, some type of teachings, maybe wanting to coach, mentor, or maybe having some experiences coming out of religion that she wants to probably speak about and also liberate the minds of people through her writing, right? But also you got to take into account that this is the same individual who also has her North Node in the eighth house with Mercury probably doing a conjunction to her South Node. So absolutely. Support, support, support. Okay, cool. You know, we'd be needing that confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so absolutely, you know, because by this Mercury by this Mercury doing a conjunction to your South Node and doing this sextile to your Neptune, see, we could surmise, depending on what perspective we want to look at this from, with the South Node, so many different perspectives to take the South Node from, but the South Node within itself, within its essence, um, from a positive perspective, would be uh, abilities and talents that you have inherited or that you may have uh, carried over if you believe in past lives, right? That you may have carried over from the past life uh, that you may have inherited uh, or something that may have been instilled in you through your predisposition. So, you know, again, with anything that's on the South Node, we don't want to uh, immediately, you know, uh, discard of it because there may be some, some, some good things there that can be brought over and utilized. And for you, that's your Mercury uh, your Mercury, like I said, seems like it's, if I'm not, I think you said it is conjunct your South Node, um, and that's going to activate that sextile to Neptune, right? Which at the same time, it, that would, that would also mean that depending on degree, your Neptune is probably also trying your North Node more than likely. So absolutely. See, that's why it's important to know the specifics of things, because you guys are not just having ideas and thoughts for no reason. 
You're, you don't just have talents and skills and abilities for no reason. This stuff is all linked to something. It's all linked to something that's internal, that's divine, that wants to manifest itself in a physical form. We just got to be able to pull it out. Okay, yes, yeah, it says it's Sessy Quadrant to my North Node. Um, With the Neptune? Yeah. Yeah. Neptune. So it is making an aspect. Yeah. So okay. Cool. So yeah. Exactly. Just like I thought. It's making it's making a sexy quadrate, but you know it's still making an aspect to the to it as as well. So Neptune, Neptune doing the aspect to the North Node. Exactly. So absolutely, I would definitely um, take that, look at that, and take that into consideration, and start looking at that a little bit more seriously. Um, absolutely. Um, Yeah, let me think. Uranus. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely would. I definitely would. But yeah, these these things. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. You fine? I was just about to ramble off. Um, I had a question about um, Chimacolid. So semi-sextile. Do we treat it just the same as the sextile? But I know it's like weaker or something. I don't know. I just Google. You, 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 you. Oh, I, I can. I, I can. So, so again, right? I, I you, I, you guys are dope, man. One thing I love about this this group of with birth trial school, you guys, you guys, uh, y'all go beyond, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all not. I love it though, man. Y'all not just okay with learning, right? The 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 birth the 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 core components of the birth chart, right? Enough to make you dangerous out here in these streets. Y'all got y'all y'all want to know freaking uh, uh, quintiles and semi sextiles and freaking. So, I, I, all right, cool. That's typically something I teach in advanced birth chart school, but. Since it is a, a kind of uh, in association with the lesson of the sextile, without you know, because there's a whole lesson behind that. But um, semi sextile, you know, is half of a sextile, so it's it's not as strong. So this is how I like to tell people to think about semi sextile, where where a sextile, right, you may see an opportunity, right? You may develop skills and talents, but the skills and talents are there. Semi-sextile is the same thing besides that particular opportunity or skill and talent. It, it really may not even be taken that seriously. It's really like a flash in your mind. Like, for example, I've always been told I have a nice voice and I... I have a nice voice, right? I have Mercury semi-sextile Venus. Most people have that anyway, right? Now, if I really, really, really tried, if I got the right coaching, all the stuff, I probably be could become a singer. You see what I'm saying? That's how the semi-sextiles are. But that would take a lot of work because that's not ne that's not necessarily something that's natural for me. Whereas somebody who may have Mercury sextile Venus or other things that indicate natural singer and all that, it, that may come easier for them. Yeah, I may have a, already have the nice voice tone, but I may have to put in a, a lot more work in order to actualize, you know, that particular ability, right? A more, a little bit more development that needs to be put in a little bit, a little bit more hard work. And it may not even be really seen as an opportunity to, to me. Like it may be seen as like I said, something that you just thought about, like, oh, I could I could become a singer. Ah. But you just move on from it. And no harm, no foul. Right? That's one way you could look at the semi sex style. Amongst other ways, but that's one way you could look at it. But like I said, that's a that's a separate lesson within itself in advanced birth charter school with the minor aspects.
Okay, yeah, I see it again. I'm always so curious. So, and also too, so I have my son send me sextile both my Lilith and my North Node, and then my Lilith and my North Node are sextile each other. Is that possible? Is in your chart? Yeah, like that's on. I was just checking out time passages. Is that yeah? Is in your chart? Yeah, it's, it's, yes, it's in my chart. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. Uh, is, is, is it your chart? Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know if that's possible. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. It's in your chart. All right. You know, so. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, these, uh, minor aspects are dope too. But yeah, that's a whole lesson. I taught about semi-sextiles back in like uh, back in like in March or April, I think it was. I taught semi-sextiles, semi-squares, quincunxes, uh, uh, biquintiles and quintiles. Uh, I think I taught about something else in terms of minor aspects. Yeah, it's some it's some dope minor aspects. It's some it's some it's some quote unquote minor aspects that shouldn't even really be minor, you know. Um, like I said, such as the quincunx. That's that that is a very dope aspect, and and that's that 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 links a lot of missing pieces for people. Like I said, I always contemplate whether or not I want to. I can include that into my curriculum from my birth chart school course, but as of right now, it's in my advanced course. But but that 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 aspect is something serious. I don't think it should be considered minor. We listening. Yeah, yeah, you gonna have to uh listen on. In July, when the advanced birth trial school start back up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Advanced birth trial school. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about the grand trines, the grand crosses, the T squares, the the yards. I don't talk about the Junos, the series, the Vestas. I done taught about a lot of different stuff, but uh, we about to jump into uh, advanced birth trial school. We about to jump into, they about to take their transits course. Um, so you about to learn transits, uh, perfections, solar return, lunar returns, progressions. You got a whole transit course, perfection years, all of that stuff. Um, so, but I'm going to do some makeup classes for those minor aspects and those asteroids and some of those things that I've already touched on. Um, so yeah. Yeah. But that, that quincunx, that probably between the quincunx and the sextile, those my two. That's my two. That's some of my two favorite aspects. I was about to say that, and you write um, about how those are classified as minor aspects. That and quintiles uh, and quintiles. Oh shit! Yeah, that's my that's my Quincy quintiles. That's my baby. That's quintiles is my baby. You know that 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 that's man. I'm trying to tell you, man, um, personally, on a personal level, like for me personally, because I'm always studying, looking at my chart and stuff like that. But on a personal level, Quintiles took it. Quintiles took me to a whole nother level personally when I started understanding my Quintiles by Quintiles. 
that's another aspect again you know that's dope you know sometimes i battle with because i don't i don't i don't follow i don't follow uh, i i know i always tell people i know that's because i study all astrology i study hellenistic i study vedic i've studied hori i've studied what you consider modern astrology i've studied them i studied them all and i've come to realize that you know there ain't really no quote-unquote rules so i don't even classify i don't even like these classifications i don't even know who came up with this quintiles and quincunxes and all this being minor aspects if i that's why i said we're gonna make our own aspect um our own aspect classification because yeah that quintile on a personal level by quintile quintile on a personal level y'all talk about confirmation man that shit took me to a whole nother level because it was already everything that you already think and feel and know about yourself you already know but of course you know we use tools of confirmation aka tools of divination uh to go deeper and really have these things be revealed to us. And when I started looking into those, studying those real hard years ago, oh, yeah, I was like game on. That's when I knew I was going to be an astrologer. For sure, for sure. I already knew it was over. You weren't telling me nothing. so yeah um i said next lesson is is uh next lesson y'all got y'all squares then y'all got trines then y'all got oppositions and then y'all gonna jump into these degrees retrogrades dignities and then we gonna be yeah diving into it but if you want to get, if you want to go deeper, you got to come to advanced birth chart school. Teaching synastry, all that stuff. Any, 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 any form of astrology you can think of will be taught. I told you to kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the SKB, just kick it, just kick it, just kick it. I told you to kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on. So, any more questions? I have a question. Oh yeah, what it do? Oh sorry. <laughs> um, this this is probably gonna be kind of a weird question, but have you ever considered taking like doing like a scholarship program thing for your birth birth school. Yeah. I actually have somebody in here that's a part of it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a I'ma make it uh more more like um more established. Right? She actually gave me the idea. I mean she was her who gave me the idea. Um, when we had, when we was talking about it, you know, so yeah, but I'm gonna actually make it a little bit more established, a little bit more of a, like a, you know, a little bit more structured. Um, so, but yeah, there's still a lot of, uh, you know, pieces and things that I'm, that I, I'm putting together with, with virtual school. So you know, but absolutely, that's something that's going to be uh, a constant that's going to be solidified uh, for sure, for sure. You know. Just kick it. Just kick. So I might as well keep this same link going for your 1030 class. So I just sent the link to them. So if any of you guys stand for the 1030 bunch, uh, feel free to stay. Um, I am about to go grab me 
something to eat just real quick. I'm actually going to warm it up and bring it back so I can get prepared for this 1030 class. Well, you know, it started at 1045. So like I said, if any of y'all stand for the 1030 bunch, feel free to stay. Um, but for those who are moving on, you got your lesson. You don't need to hear it twice. You know, then I'll catch y'all in our review class on Sunday. Um, but, yeah. And shout out to y'all who be coming to all three, man. Y'all be dedicated. Nikita, I see you in the morning and now. Okay, Nikita. Latavia here, double child. Y'all, 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 okay. Yeah, I see y'all. All right, everybody. Have a good night. See you in class next week. Yeah. Yeah, man. I might say something different every class, right? Whatever comes to my mind. Yeah, I ain't get a chance. I ain't get a chance. Okay. I thought I was tripping. Yeah. Oh yeah, you was in the you was in the morning class too. Yeah, but I I I I'm uh I'm about to uh about to go warm my little food up real quick. I'll be right back, but I play some music for y'all. I'll be back.
Zero six police ain't catching me. I'm still ducking if this obsessed with me. Cause I'm the dope like the coke in the 70s. Big body double our truck, I got bold with me. Hog in the lane and they can't get close to me. Big bad. I ain't never ran from a now I ain't never If I did cut my legs out right now, I ain't never been with the talk snitch talk. I always talking about his fault. Oh, yeah, I'ma stand up, got my bands up. You don't wanna see me pissed off. Real talk, never tell a lie to a dog. When it comes to them, you gotta play around. And I never ever let get to me. Why not? They work my energy, but you have to do cut them off, make them feel it. Try me, you get whack, make it hard for your mama. Money bag runs in a pack in a bumper. Black in a sack, both falls doing numbers. I ain't got a hard part, it's a big no. No, go. No life, worry about the next. Why no? Took back the keys to the benzo. All of the feelings throwing clothes out the window. Psycho, let's take an AK, cut it in half and call it a Draco. Let's go back on my old ways, round with that vibe, volcano that fuego. Black 
like a chance on my chain. Your life reach for a bunch of brain. Night night, loose little little man. Take out, going out the way I came. Same route, I ain't never ran from a d. Now I ain't know. Help. If I did, cut my legs out right now. I ain't never been with the talk, snitch talk. I always talking about his power. Oh, yeah, I'm a stand up. Got my bands up. You don't want to see me pissed off. Real talk, never tell a lie to a dog. Nope. When it come to them, you gotta play around. And I never ever let the get to me. Why not? Ain't worth my energy. What you had to do? Cut them off, make them feel it. I ain't dealing with nothing if it don't make sense to me. No, ever, ever. I never, ever, ever go against my kind for some on the other side. No, ever, ever. I never, ever, ever put a for the money. Gotta get it when it come to mind. Go.
Cool. Oh, we back. All oh, set, what it do? Keyonshay, what it do? Miss Lama, what it do? Keisha, what it do? Keisha. Nikita back in the building. Kimmy. Beastie back in the building. Renee, what it do? Okay, everybody. S. Jackson, what it do? Hi. You was in the building this morning, S. Jackson. Yeah, in the 7 o'clock, too. Oh, for real? I didn't know you was in the 7. Oh, you all three today. The, yeah, I was in the cut. <laughs> you triple header today. Okay. Okay. I see you. What it do, Tisha? Sharon back in the building. Hey, Vontae. Hi, everybody. Sophia back in the building. Tawana back in the building. Goldie back in the building. Hey, shout out to y'all who came to all three. Man, y'all some troopers, man. Y'all some troopers. For sure, for sure. Who else in the building? All right, cool. So we're talking about it today. We're talking about sextile. Um, that's the lesson for the day. And um, I didn't get a chance to go over the homework with the last two classes. So we're not going to do the homework because this lesson is actually a little longer because there's so many, so many details to cover. So what we're going to do is on Sunday when we go over the sextile homework, That's when we're going to go over the uh, the uh, conjunctions homework as well. 